Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about the Book of Boba Fett, Episode 2, The Lizard One. Um, but we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. What's up, everyone? This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. That's right. It's uh, the dynamic duo back at it again. Um, we are out <laughs> here to talk about Boba Fett and everything else that happened this week. Um but before we go any further, we got to make sure that we remember our pickle. pickle. Oh, whoa. Whoa, he subverted me. Oh, what are you, Ryan Johnson? Subverting my expectations? That's my goal. Uh, ruin Johnson. Um, <laughs> uh, Sorry. I am going to continue to pick a new-to-us game that we all got in stock this week. Um, so, well, I say all. Uh, half the stores got this one. Um, this one is called Raccoon Sky Pirates. It is awesome. It is a boxed role-playing game. It is a GM-less game for three to six players. Takes about three hours to play. You play as raccoons. Um, it's great. Uh, the it the, it is exactly what you think it's going to be. It's like D and D, but there's no DM. You're all raccoons. It's all chaos. Um, the it, it's a white box that looks kind of like a shipping box, and the only description on the back says flying a ship takes coordination and discipline. Unfortunately, you're a bunch of raccoons. Um, we've sold a handful of copies already this week, so make sure you come down and get it. It's only 25 bucks, 100% worth your time. Comes in a box with um, some dice, uh, some cards, uh, and the, uh, uh, I'm sorry, the D12 has a raccoon on the 12. So, I mean, you got to get it. That's my game recommendation for this week. My recommendation is a, a comic, oh, believe good. it or not. It is Daredevil Woman Without Fear, number one. Those covers are so good. They are. They're really There's good. There's so many. Uh, I know. Um, it's by Chip Zdarsky, so it's got to be good, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's a continuation of his current Daredevil run um, featuring Elektra, aka Daredevil. So I haven't read it yet, so I'm not sure. But, I mean, it's a recipe for success. I mean, how, there's no way it's not bad, right? There's no way yeah, it's not Daredevil it's not run bad. is so good. I am right. award-winning. So this one's got to be good, too. I mean, I'm sure. Um, it's very reminiscent of like Jason Aaron doing Thor and then Jane Mighty Thor. Thor. Yeah. Yeah. It's Absolutely. like we're, we're copying that formula, but I mean, if it works, it works, you know? I, I mean, definitely. Um, and this is the part of the show where we want to talk about uh, where we want to do uh, the good ones. Uh, for the longtime listeners of the show, you might remember uh, Ron, who is uh, no longer with us. He uh, stepped into um, a super glue truck. Uh, he jumped in the mm -hmm. back of the super glue truck and then it, crashed into the uh, Gulf of Mexico and he couldn't get out. His feet were stuck. He he, he, could, stuck. he could have just taken his shoes off, but he didn't think about it. He sunk down to his, to his knees, you know? Yeah, <laughs> he did. <laughs> he did. Uh, and anyway, uh, the good, this is good ones. Good with a knee. Cause if you know, you know, um, we are going to talk about the number. We're going to list all the number ones coming out this week. Those are uh, number ones. If you don't know, are the perfect place to jump onto a new series, uh, re get reacquainted with old friends, uh, or just try something different. You know, it's all the number ones are designed for um, easy dig digestibility for anybody. So here we go. We have uh, Sword of Hyperborea. That is a Hellboy story. Um, Justice League versus the Legion of Superheroes. Hell Sonia. Uh, Joe Hill's got a new book called Rain. Looks really good. Scorched from the Spawn universe. Daredevil, Woman Without Fear. Death of Doctor Strange, Bloodstone. Devil's Reign, Superior Four. Marvel Voices, Indigenous Voices. Star Wars, nice. High Republic, Eye of the Storm, Wastelanders, Black Widow, Space Cadet, and We Ride Titans. Out of that, if I had to pick one, it would be Joe Hill's Reign. Looks really, really good. 
Um, I think they sent a PDF. I, I might be just hallucinating, but I'm pretty sure I read that uh, okay. like a month ago. And I, I mean, I also just really like Joe Hill. So, right. Um, but so, yeah, there you are. Go down to um, any of your six Bedrock City locations, pick up a number one today. Um, and also, we want to remind you that this is the part of the show that this is uh, the part of the show to head over to iTunes and leave us a five star review. It really helps us out and it helps new people find the show. It will also help us achieve our goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Once we hit 200 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we review. So do us a favor and do it already. Do it. Do it. For real. Actually, though. Okay, but actually. Um, wait, actually, stop listening. Stop, stop we'll wait. Pause it. Hit pause. If no, you're we'll on, pause. You know, no, so okay. can, can I just say, if you are listening to this on an iPhone and you haven't done it, that's disrespectful. Like, yeah, disrespect. And if you don't have an iPhone, you know someone with one. So you could be like, hey, can I borrow your iPhone? Can I hold your phone for a second or their iPad or anything? Right. Any iDevice. And if you really want to go the extra mile, like if you're like a fan fan, if you like the show, you could just call on a computer, make an Apple account. Yeah, come on. And then go to Apple Podcasts and, and give us a review. I mean, can you do it on Apple TV? Maybe, right? I don't know. I don't know about that. Well. We'll get back we'll, to you. We'll get back to you. We'll, we'll get our uh, Uncanny Universe scientists on the uh, What about the, the Apple Watch? Uh, no, nah, no. Nah. Oh, damn. No, nah, we ain't got that. Uh, but let's let's get into our events really quick. Let's talk about all the th- all the things that we got going on this week. Uh, thank you, everybody, for coming out for Key Forge uh, this past week. It was great. Uh, always have fun with that. Um, we have our second Key Forge of the month uh, on the 21st. That is at 7 p.m. till about 9.30, depending um, and that is just a standard chain bound archon. You bring a deck from home and play it and we'll hope, hope for the best. Uh, you can also just buy one there and play. We are set up at 6 PM an hour early. If you want to come and learn and practice and figure out how to play the game, because you can just learn in 15, 20 minutes. If you've, if you've played a card game before you can learn in 10, it's very easy. Um, and nice. that's always a bunch of fun. And then Saturday, the 22nd paint club. It's happening. It's happening. Dylan's coming. I've had people ask me about it. That's right. Yes. I got a message today saying, hey, how do I do I have to pre-buy the thing? You know, that's so right. like that we're having some new people this time. It's very exciting. So yeah, Paint Club is going to be and and some of the regulars uh just messaged me today aren't gonna be able to come. So that's more kits for y'all. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. More, yeah. So uh that is going to be Saturday, the 22nd at Clear Lake from six to 10 is the hard stop time, but really it probably wraps up around nine because you've you're, you've finished your miniature by 8.30 and by nine o'clock, you're in the stage of where you're just ruining it with final touches. You know, you just, there's yeah. there's a point when you got to call it done, like George Lucas in the original series. You know, just call it done. Just leave it alone. Um, but oh. anyway, so what we're doing, uh, the way it works, it is $20. You get a, you get a miniature, you get 12 paints, you get two brushes and a little palette that can be doubled as a, a little, uh, blister pack that can be used as a, uh, a palette. You get a water pot and the mini is a bone claw. He's a, I had to Google him too. Don't worry. It's, it's, it's an uncommon D and D monster, but he looks actually super cool. And the paints that come with it are very high quality and you're not going to use them all. So you do, you will be have, you will have paint left over that you can use on another mini. Um, so there's that. And kits are first come first serve on that day. Um, but you and- can still go if we're out of kits. Oh yeah, of other, course. Other minis, you can yes. Pay. It's just yeah. Like- oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 If you if you don't if you miss out on a kit, you can still sit down and 
paint. That's no big deal. We do. We have some older kits from uh, previous events and tons of other minis to use too. We have, we just got a big minis order in. Uh, we have paints you can buy. We have a limited amount of free store use paints that you can use. And you know, I'm, a, I'm probably going to bring some of my paints from home, honestly, because cool. I think Natalie's going to come, but she wants to paint something else. So I'm going to bring her, I'm going to, I'm going to co-op Natalie into painting uh, one of the things that from my pile of shame uh, to have her paint okay. for me. So let's see what she I'm does. With it. I'll be there. I'll be there this time. That's right. It's going to be most good. likely. So it's going to be like a podcast hangout too. That's right. Come, come through. I know, I know some of our listeners will be there. And um, like, I don't play D and D, you know, oh, I yeah. don't play, I don't care about the mini. I just want to hang out with some people on paint, you know, that's so, right. It's fun. You don't have, the, you don't have to be into that stuff. To go I don't play D and D either. I mean, it, I, I mean, I play these games. I don't play D and D anymore. Um, oh, okay. I'm, I mean, I haven't played D and D in years, but anyway, so uh, it's a 6 PM. Um, I will have tables set up at, 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 at least at four, maybe a little bit earlier. I know Nick Ryan said he was going to come by and uh, do some painting for his last week's stuff or his last month's mini that he didn't get to finish. Um, so yeah, if you want to come by early and get set up or get, get a head start or do whatever, hang out, come down four o'clock at the earliest six o'clock is official start time though. That's exciting. That's all I got. Okay. Um, I have as usual, a live sale tonight. What is it? 7 PM. The last one were really well. Um, there were a lot of people there. Um, we have a bunch of, uh, this one's, um, like some very high dollar key issue books, Ooh. you know, like four digits. And then there's um, like some awesome bundles. We actually, so like a little live sale secret is that we have the best bundles when we run out of bundles because then I got to go make bundles and I have the best taste. So like I'm picking like the cream, of the, the cream of the crop, like the cream of the crop, like events and like, you know, just like really well-received comics you know so yeah, yeah we have some like really good bundles this week um nice so there's like a lot of like uh cheaper uh affordable stuff in addition to the high dollar stuff um but the high dollar stuff we have first appearances like wolverine venom um stuff like that you know that's exciting <clears throat> like graded stuff and Wait, uh, you said you have first wolverine yeah well at, with an asterisk it's first cameo wolverine hulk 180 oh, so the 180 yeah still i but, mean that's still a good book it's a grail, yeah. Um, I feel like that ASM 300, the first Venom, is also like kind of first Venom. I know it's widely recognized as that, but it's like the symbiote, you know? Right. I don't know. I guess it is Venom. That makes no, sense. No, it is. It's, uh, it's, it's a weird distinction, though. You know, that comic collecting is kind of weird with first stuff. Do you remember when yeah. that was that first, that, that thing going around where that the first Spider-Gwen was actually on that Hawkeye comic or something? It was like somebody was like trick-or-treating, dress up like a Oh right, something like that. And the, yeah. But and the internet was trying to make it a thing that that's the real first appearance, or. And then there was the Gwenpool thing where she was like a variant, and then it was like actually in a comic. And I hate yeah. it. Um, it's a tricky thing. But that's it tonight, is. seven p.m. on our Facebook page. You can go to bedrockcity.com/live to get all the information. And then um, we have a signing coming up. It Ooh, is on the twenty second of January. Oh, could be. Could be. <laughs> Uh, yes, on the 22nd of January um, at the Westheimer store from 1 to 3 p.m. The creator's name is Arthur Soriano, and he does a book that we've carried in stores called uh, Maharclean Chronicles. It's a Filipino comic. Oh, yeah. Um, he, yeah, yeah, we have he, that on display in a, on our on our cash registers. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. cool. See? Yeah. Um, number one is out, and then number two is coming out in time for the signing. So he'll be signing both of them. 
Um, you can pick up the comic. I think all the locations probably still have it. Um, yeah, we do uh, for sure. Yeah, and he seems. Like I mean, cool we don't have a, we don't have a ton left, honestly. So right, even if we're sold out, he will be bringing more, so we'll have them in stock. Don't worry. Um, so you don't have to pre-buy if you don't want to, but um, yeah, he'll be signing at the Western Store one to three p.m. January twenty-second. Yes, I still will. Be, I will still be going to paint to paint night, even though I will be at this thing. I was kidding on it to the twenty-second. That's pretty funny. Uh, no, that's it, why it, I sent it to you earlier today. I highlighted I know, the date. I was like, "Look at this." Oh, I didn't understand. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I get that. Okay. Wow. It's it just really does happen every single time. It's it's uh it is cosmic. It's something weird. I didn't choose this day. I had no, I had no part in choosing this day. I promise. I have the receipts. I can show you the emails. <laughs> that's um, so funny. We'll be posting them to our Twitter. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I'm ex- uh I'm excited. What's our Twitter by the way? BRC on Kenny. Yeah. Exactly. Go ahead. Um. But yeah, I can do both because it's one to three, you know, I'll have time to head over to Clear Lake. Exactly. Um, and then on January 28th, it's uh, the next Saturday after that, um, it's the first ever manga book club. I just want to call exciting. it a manga club because like, I don't know, manga book. I don't know. Anyway. I think I like, I like, mm, I think I like manga. Club. I, I think I like manga and then book club, but I don't like it when it sounds like manga book club. You know what I'm saying? You're reading those manga books? Yeah, it sounds very like... Well, yeah, but I think that's, but th- we're workshopping this live on the air. I think three words is better than two. Exactly. I mean, I yeah. understand I have paint club, but th- I feel like that fits. It's, it's a book syllable. club. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. the first, <laughs> the first <laughs> anyway. meeting of that will be at the Sugarland store from 7 to 9 p.m. on Saturday, the 28th. They are reading Happy Kanako's Killer Life. We might be sold out at some locations, but they definitely have it at the Sugarland store. It's 20% off right now because it's for the book club thing. So you can pick that up read it, and then come hang out with us on uh, that date. Yes. And uh, that's all I got. I haven't read that one, but I have um, <clears throat> looked at it because I know the guy from uh, our Penguin rep told us uh, it was really good. So I flipped through it, and it, it, it did look pretty good. So It's popular. I know. <coughs> Sorry. I yeah, know we're sold is. out at the Western Market store. Are you so really? I know we I, we here. have like one or two at Clear Lake, so don't also, don't, t- don't take unnecessary journeys out there if you, if you don't need to. Exactly. Don't swim in the sea. Um, no, no perilous roads. <laughs> this is a not really an event, but we're giving away Scream merch at the Ooh. West Highway store today. Um, so if you're hearing this, head over. It's shirts, <laughs> uh, stickers, and posters. Posters? Mini, mini posters. Oh, mini posters. They're, okay. they're pretty damaged, so don't come in just for the posters if you want like a pristine one. They're like wrinkly AF. Oh, but, okay. So can I, can I press it out? Uh, yeah, you could. And the, okay. the shirts are long sleeve black. They have the logo, and then they have little ghost Ooh. face on the, on the uh, sleeves. They're pretty cool. Nice. I almost, uh, I, I told you, uh, Cavity Colors just dropped uh, uh, a ghost face collection earlier in the month, but they don't ship till later. They also have a Scream uh, long sleeve that I did not buy. Um, so, you know, maybe I'll have to come out of Westheimer and get, get a shirt. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Or I won't transfer it to you. Yeah, that, I mean, that's also the case. <laughs> I mean, I, I, that's I mean, all I got. Yeah um but yeah that's very cool um we're all looking forward to scream hopefully uh i think we're seeing it yeah this week this come week see it with us yeah come see it we're gonna we're i don't remember when we're seeing it we're getting the game back together we're gonna be it's on thursday at 7 30 p.m at marquee nice yeah we're, we're in row g come sit with us Ro, yeah row g dylan i just sent you the uh in the the, the podcast yet the uh the scream the scream gear that i copped i didn't get the i didn't get the long sleeve but i'm hyped i'm big hyped for scream Let's go. 
Um, but anyway, uh, let's get into the watch list where we talk about whatever we watched this week. Um, I, of course, watched wrestling, as I always do. Uh, I do have a bit of a bone to pick with AEW because they, they ran a special on Saturday called Battle of the Belts. Battle of the Belts. It's a one-hour show where they're supposed to defend a bunch of their belts. It's a not the normal day to run the shows. It was an additional show. They didn't move one to a different day. They didn't promote it at all, except the day before on their Friday show, which I did not watch until Saturday when I got home because I was too busy on Friday with Keyforge. So while they were promoting it, the show had already, when I was hearing it, it had already happened. So I missed it. Okay. So promote better. Come on. Let me like post it on Twitter. Like I mean, I'm sure they did, but like, I don't know. I, I'm normally pretty good about keeping up with those things, but I, I somehow missed it. But um, other than wrestling, what did I watch this week? Um, I rewatched the first Scream film from 1996. Nice. Um, and, you know, it really holds up pretty well. So there's there's some tech stuff that's kind of goofy, um, particularly. Still holds uh, up. Yes. I'm, I think you could say still holds up for, for, yeah, yeah, for 96. Can. What's the what's uh-huh. the what's the threshold? Ten years, more than 10, ten years. Got fifteen, I think. Like ten's like, I don't know. Yeah, you might be right. I think it got to be at least fifteen. Um, but anyway, um, there's a there's a bit of technology in there uh, in the first screen film where Sydney, the main character, calls the police uh, by using her computer <laughs> to dial nine one one and type with them. In nineteen ninety six. Um, first of all, you can't do that now. I, you can text 911 now, but I can't just like tell my computer to dial 911 and then type to an operator instantly. Also, that connection speed is just marvelous. She just called 911, it was instantly on. Um, but other than, other than that, that, you know, when they, when they lie to us about how, te- how technology works in movies nowadays, it has to be a little bit sneakier. I feel like in 96, we were in the dark ages. They could just say, oh, yeah, computers do this. You don't know anything, you stupid people you know they could just like pull the wool yeah. over your eyes but anyway the first scream fantastic if you've never seen it i i watched it and i, I forgot how much i love that movie um it's really really good uh it's the best one um i actually want your advice on this michael i oh. i only have time to watch rewatch a couple i think i wanted to rewatch all of them before i did too scream, but I don't, know five. If, I don't think i'm going to but um i think i'm definitely gonna do one even though i watched it recently but I've definitely seen one, four, and then one of the of either two or three, but I can't remember. So I just watched two. Like, what's okay. the most important? Okay, so okay, so I well, not having seen five, I don't know, but I know, I, but I, had, like, I had this same internal debate because so I've seen Scream one the most out of any of the screams, guaranteed. Same. Yeah. So do I need to rewatch it? No. Um, I'm sure I watched it in the last couple of years. I haven't seen Scream two or three in at least 10 years it's been a long time i couldn't tell you one thing about either oh i could tell you a lot about them both um four i got you uh scream two yeah scream two is the one i could tell you who the killers are in both in in those movies uh scream two is the one where it's uh billy's whoa 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 that's fine sorry (laughs) we scream two i'm sorry we're doing we're we're doing spoilers i know but i'm about to okay it's fine wow i'm sure that doesn't hinge on that I, i i hope not my bad um, no, okay. I guess I, I'm watching I, Scream Three. I won't. I won't tell you who the killer is in Scream Three, then. Okay. It's it's it's, it's weird. a fresh spoiler. For, yeah, very fresh. Um, I remember but, the fourth one is Emma Roberts, right? 
I don't remember. Four is the one I've seen the least. Oh, now we're even. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I saw it in theaters <laughs> and then once at home, I think. Okay. If, I if like that. four. I think you'll like it more I, if you watch it now. I liked four. I, I I thought the intro to four was pretty good too, like the fake outs with the multiple fake movie intro, uh, intros. Yeah, with Anna Paquin and Kristen Bell. I liked it. I'm, I'm I'm about it. I think, I mean, I, I'm 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 here for it. Um, but anyway, so I watched Scream One to get ready for Scream Five. I'm probably gonna try to watch another one. Uh, Which one? I, I think two. No, I think two is better than three. I think does two inform three in any way? Do you think or no? I mean, they all do they are all connected like i feel like i know but um yeah no not really i think you can go into three just fine without watching two you could skip two but i mean i'm off tomorrow so i could probably watch two but i'm not gonna be able there's no way i can watch three um you can do it at lunch i'm off (laughs) i mean i could i could just watch them all but but Lori's home so you know she she don't watch those movies but (laughs) that's all i watched this week what about you dylan I went to uh, the Fancy Regal at Bender's Landing because that's the only place that they're showing Nightmare Alley. Um, it only oh, played yeah. for a couple of weeks, I guess, because no one went to see it. I'm sure it'll be on streaming very soon. I, um, I, I missed it. It was it came out in... I know, it came and went so quickly, like I during know. the holidays, too. I know. A lot of people don't have time. Um, I, I didn't. <clears throat> but um, it was very good. I enjoyed it a lot. I, don't, I know you'll like it, Michael. Um, awesome. And this is one you'll actually watch, I'm sure, as a oh, Del no, Toro definitely. Stan. Um, I am definitely a Del Toro Stan. It's not uh, anything scary or supernatural, really, if that's what you're expecting. the I feel like the trailer leads you to believe that maybe something supernatural is happening. It does. You know? It does. It's not. Nothing, no. Um, okay. It's almost It almost plays out like a biopic. Um, okay. I would say it's a little too long. It's a little, a little meandering, but... It's all like so well done that it's hard to complain, you know, uh-huh. like more of a good thing. But um, it was good. It was, I don't know, more drama uh, character study, which I guess is what he always does. But um, it's hard to talk about without spoiling. Okay. Um, just, just, I would, ha- I would recommend it and it'll be out at home soon. I'm, I'm sure it will be. I mean, I don't know what, I don't know when the, uh, streaming date is but it's got to be a month Kate Lynch is really good in it and so is Bradley Cooper really okay yeah and then I also watched the Euphoria premiere it's back oh that's right I still um, didn't see the first one I don't think you'd like it honestly really it's very yeah it's very A24 Degrassi you know I mean it's made, I, I it's like made by Degrassi. A24 okay well then maybe you would like it I mean I like um, Degrassi when I was in high school. So, I mean, I don't, I haven't watched it since, you know, or gone back to it. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, if that appeals to you, you should try it. A24 Degrassi. I'll try it. What's up? Um, It was good. It's just, it's so soapy and overdramatic and uh, you know, it's kind of garbage, but like filmed. It's very, very, very pretty garbage. Yeah. It's like beautiful garbage junk food. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I watched that. That was good. But okay. the only true review that matters is uh, this isn't really what I watched, but Michael and I had the Beyond oh. Chicken at KFC. Yes, dropping drop, dropped this Monday. Uh, we watched the menu as we listed <laughs> the order. That's that's how we tie it in. Uh, yeah, we were we we're eagerly anticipating 
the the release of KFC's Beyond Chicken Nuggies. Um, yeah. As a vegetarian myself, Dylan is not, but you know, likes to fight the fight as long as you can. Sometimes. Uh, I'm I'm seventy five percent vegetarian. Okay. Um, so not. Yeah. Right. So not. Um, I'm not vegan. Can't do that. But they they have their vegetarian nuggets out, and we went me and the, me and the Clear Lake crew. There's only three of us that day. Me, Monica, and Shay. I rolled up, got two 12 pieces, and we nice. went to ta- we went to town. Um, now, to be fair, I will say they forgot the sauce, so we didn't have any. Same for sauces. me, really. Same for me, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I see you, KFC. Hmm. I see you at um, KFC on Twitter. But they were amazing. I love them. They're they delicious. were so good, y'all. Um, the best um, imitation nuggets. I'm. The, the chemists that put this together, the scientists, like, mm-hmm. good job to them. Because there's, the, like, the shredded chicken, chicken yeah. almost on the inside. I feel like, like I feel like if you didn't know, you wouldn't know. Exactly. Yeah. I As if a I, chicken eater, I, would, I wouldn't know. I'd be like, this, I would think it's, like, a little bit of a weird texture, but I would not by any means think this isn't chicken you i know? mean you, you've eaten taco bell in your time you're fine right you know it's like the texture is way better than like a mcdonald's nugget like the chicken slime you know it's right. way more believable as a chicken um, right it, more it's closer to chick-fil-a than it is to mcdonald's definitely yeah okay yeah so go get it um, all right that was the episode yeah that's it uh good good talk everybody um but i guess we should talk about the book of boba fett episode two um this dropped last week um, although I watched it yesterday because I've been very busy. I had to watch it tonight. I had to. That's funny. Um, I had to make time for it because I'm normally off on Mondays. And that's normally when I watch all these Disney Plus things is on Monday. And uh, at midway through the workday, I was like, oh, crap. When am I going to watch Boba Fett? Uh, so I had to watch it yeah. at home. Instead of watching Scream 1 and 2, I watched Boba Fett and Scream 1. It's um, not a good sign, is it? Um, so, okay. Spoilers, by the way, for, if you're spoilers for Boba Fett, um, last week, uh, not for this week. Cause we haven't seen it yet because we're recording on Tuesday. So, uh, we, with that fair warning, um, there is that spoiler warning one more time for you. Um, but anyway, so episode we watched, one and two. episode one and two, uh, we watched Boba Fett, um, and it was fine. I thought, um, I, I, I thought honestly, um, I don't remember the, his name, but I thought the performance was a little bit better this week from the Boba Fett actor um, than it was in the previous week. I think he had more talking to do, more stuff to, more character work to do. So maybe it's just a little bit better. So I okay. liked that. I liked that. There was a ton of Easter eggs. Um, I, I'm finding myself more interested in the Tuscan Raider story. Um, than, the flashbacks, or, or the Tuscan Raiders themselves, than the Boba Fett p- bit, like. I think the Tuscan Raiders have become like super interesting. Yeah, the flashbacks are super interesting. I like their politics. I like I want to know what's going on. They've got a really interesting dynamic. They got this weird stranger showing up, teaching them the ways, whatever. He was their prisoner. I agree. That's an interesting story. Um, what's happening with Jabba's Palace? I don't know yet. I'm not hooked yet. I still think the most interesting character in that time frame is Fennec, um, McNall Wynn's character. But right. Um, there was a, um, a really long action scene in this that really it's like it was a bunch of fighting. Oh, they were on a train. Michael. I just I was so bored. Like, just I, I I'm 
I know that's kind of like sacrilegious, like as a fan of superhero movies, uh, to like say I don't like action scenes. It's not that I don't like action scenes. It's just that they need to have something to keep me entertained because I this this ain't it. The, yeah. the train scene was rough. I somewhat disagree. Okay, do you? I wasn't I like, like thrilled it. by it, but I didn't. I wasn't bored at all. I thought it was some parts of it were well done. It looked good. <laughs> I thought it was serviceable. The effects were good, of course. The effects were excellent. I mean, the effects are the effects are always good on these. So, I'll give I mean, it that for sure. I don't know. It was. I don't know how it could be better. I don't. Know, I was just bored. It was. It was long. That that's that's really all it was for me. Is the it was kind of too long. I, I feel like it was like a quarter um, of the episode when they were fighting. Like, but I appreciated like that we didn't spend too much time with the training. You know. Yeah, like, we didn't get a montage really. And I was like, "Thank you for not making me sit through that." You know, like, right? I'll accept it. They learned how to do these bikes immediately. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah, you, you get and you he, get like you got like forty five seconds of Boba showing mm-hmm. them how to ride a bike, and then all right, they're good. They got it now. Which is yeah, I, yeah. Thank you. Um, but I agree. I think the Tuscan Raider stuff is way more interesting. Um, it's like uh, when I, I watched uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Um, all I cared about was the monkey politics. And I thought that was a really interesting story, like all the monkey dynamics and the whatever. And then the humans come in. I'm like, oh, this movie sucks. I don't care. Like, this is boring. I want, I want, I want the, I want the inter, I want the, you know, the inter uh, group conflict here. That's more interesting to me. But um, what were we going to say? This is really just like, I don't know. Like, I feel like we have to, even though it's been done so many times, point out the Dune similarities. Uh, yeah, because mm-hmm. like it's like an outsider joining. It feels a lot like that, right? <laughs> native, native, a native uh, community on a desert planet, stopping yeah. a big machine that is carrying spice. Um, and those Tuscans are are Fremenish, you know they're they're not yeah. too dissimilar. And, and then they give him a spice trip. Um, uh, you he, mean you mean when he snorts the the lizard? Yeah, it's very Wrath of Khan meets meets Dune, you know. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think I swallowed it. Uh, That's so the line like, of the episode. Yeah, I wish I wouldn't call it spice. Like, I wish maybe I don't know. Like, it's it was too much to me. Right? It's weird. I know and, Star Wars is informed by Dune, but like, I mean, how could it not be? It came out like relatively like ten years after the book, I guess. Something um, like that. Yeah, but. I don't know. I, it it was just too much to me. Maybe it's because I had just seen the movie recently, you know. But yeah. like, Boba Fett is very Polly yeah, in this is. episode. Um, it had, it's hitting a lot of the same story beats, which is maybe why I like it. I now, the the internet is very excited about the reveal of a character. Yes. Um, Black Kersantin, I believe his name is. Okay. Um, from Darth Vader slash Doctor Afra. Comics, yeah. Yes. Um the the Wookiee. Um who's an old EU character that was not canonically black, but he was called Black Chrysanthemum because he was like a bad guy or whatever. Right. Uh, he but it's like at one point Chewbacca in the old canon like disguised himself as Black Chrysanthemum and like got went in to kill Boba Fett or something. I don't know. There's okay because they used to work together in the old stories. Um and then I don't. I am not too familiar with him in this one, but I do, do know that in the current Marvel uh, timeline, they do have uh, a history. The two of them, Boba. Yeah, and in Black the Darth Vader book. Yeah. So it's just weird because it kind of seemed like they didn't know each other in this. Well, I don't know. Uh, this is before, I think. 
Oh no! It's not, wait, wait. When does the Vader book take place? Because I'm not sure. Because did he have the scar on his head? Uh, in this, it, yeah, in this, he didn't, right? Yeah, I think. He or does. does he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, just not, it's just not as pronounced as it is. Right. In the it's there. Okay. Well then, well then, that's really weird because it did seem like they didn't know each other. It uh, could. Vader could take place after this. I'm not. No, 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 no it can't. Vader, no, no. before because this is after. Yeah, for sure. This is yeah, after yeah, Return yeah, of the yeah, Jedi. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, we're <laughs> stupid. Some Star Wars fan is like, no, throwing their phone. We yeah. got there though. That's the important. We part. got there. We got there in the end. Um, I thought he looked cool. I did There's too. Nothing else to say at this point, I, right? I mean, I don't know much about him as a character. I read the first volume of Vader and the first volume of Afra, and I don't remember him much as a character. I'm sorry. Um, I do, however, love Wookies. Uh, and right. as a big fan of all the beings from Kashyyyk, I'm about it. I want to see more Wookiee representation. I love them. Uh, more Wookiees on screen. I want them speaking their language, which is called what, Dylan? W- Wookie? Wikipedia? Uh, no, <laughs> it's called Shriwook. Oh, okay. Yeah, come on. I'm sorry. Um, I used to, hey, people, I mean, I get the, I get the rep at Clear Lake for not being a Star Wars fan because I'm not a... But you're a Wookiee fan. I'm a Wookiee fan. I'm, I mean, I'm an OG Star Wars fan. Like I, I, not, not just not to sound myself like a, like that. I, because I did like the, I just didn't get into the, uh, the, the cartoons. Honestly, I stopped with all the cartoons, and all the, the EU. But if it's if it's on screen or if it's in Star Wars Galaxies, I got you. I, I know all of it. But okay. um, I like I like seeing them on screen. I'm happy to see more Wookiee characters, because I think Wookiees are very interesting. Wookiees are super interesting. Um, I mean, he looked really menacing. He did. I, I like. It, he served his purpose, which was show up, look cool, and then leave. Promise more for later, you know. Right. Like keep you coming back. So like I'm like, ooh, I want to see more of him. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because I feel like we're getting a lot of that in this show. Like I want to see more of him. I want to see more of the Tuscan Ra- Raiders. I want to see more Krennic. I mean, uh, Fennec. Yeah. Um So it's just like other stuff other than boba i'd like to see <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah me too what do you I, think of the 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 job of the hut oh um, the the huts the the yeah. twins yeah um I, I i'm also okay with seeing more huts i think the huts are interesting too uh, you know i, I kind of uh, like them i thought they were like super camp i, I know with, <laughs> with the, the little with fan the, with the, with, i like he's mopping his sweat with like a rat or whatever <laughs> yeah i liked it. it you know i like the huts i think the huts are interesting it's a good they really took something that was not very well defined by the original series and from what I understand have really expanded on the hut mythology. So I think the huts are neat and have a lot of you can do a lot with the huts. So I like it. I'm 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 pro hut. We didn't spend a lot of time in present day well, no, it was whatever mostly present a flashback. day means in Star Wars, but um it the present day stuff was a little bit um Mandalorian esque and that it was like go do this to find out this to to get this you know it's like it was a little bit that you know like video game yeah like this person will tell you this which will lead you to this and then you'll go yeah, find this very, out very quest based and it didn't really uh peak because they they saw the twins and they're like all right until next time you know that was it. right it's like oh there's not really a they're just showing me the huts yeah i kind of wish the show would just like Get to trust it. us to be um, involved throughout, like uh, engaged throughout, and uh, 
tell it in a linear way. Like, do, I wish it would just do the Tuscan Raider stuff first and then we could get to the present day stuff. Because it doesn't seem like, normally when you're switching back and forth, it seems like one should inform the other. Um, yeah. And like, but things it's in not. the past and highlight things in the present and they should be foils or, you know, something like that. But I haven't gotten that in this episode. We just switched and then didn't come back. So it's like, um, I don't know. I wish it was just linear. I don't really see why it needs to be this way. Maybe because they thought, oh, if we just did the Tuscan Raider stuff, people would be bored. You know, by the by the Java stuff, or maybe there's not enough of one of them. No, I mean, if they started off with the Tuscan Raider stuff, like the past, you know, right? And yeah, yeah, we yeah, were yeah, only yeah. doing that now. Or maybe they think we would like check out or something. But it's or, Star Wars. They got right. us. You know, exactly. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe that remains to be seen. Um, if there is a bigger payoff, but I don't doesn't look like it um but looking forward to seeing where this goes and um are we are we gonna are see you? doc um you know because i forgot i'm not i mean i think it's my biggest uh note this time is that i forgot to watch it um same like i don't know like oh yeah Even mandalorian i was like i would watch it the day it came out i feel like this one i like i i was busy but also i was in no rush to to see it I I need them to do something where I don't want them to like pull out a gimmick, but I need them to do something where like I go to work having not seen anyone's like, oh my god, did you watch Boba Fett? You know, like I need that. They yeah, because like and I'm working with some Star Wars super stands at my store, and I'm not hearing that. I'm I mean, the, the talk is positive, but it's not like, oh my god, have you seen the new Mandalorian? No, relax. I was gonna watch it tomorrow. You know, well, maybe they're following what most Marvel of these Marvel shows have done, and like it's very uh, like backloaded, you know, like, yeah, the big stuff is at the end, it's possible, maybe. I mean, that remains to be seen. How many, I think it's eight episodes, six, something like that. Okay, well, we'll know soon enough. Seven, <laughs> sure, some number, know. there's some number, yeah. Um, well, I think we're gonna have a, a Star Wars fan on with us next week to uh digest the third episode with us as well as scream so we can get another because i think we've only better happen we've only had an echo chamber of you and i uh about (laughs) book of boba fett so far so uh, we're just waiting on kira to show up right uh is it gonna be kira character that that's what matt was expecting but uh do you think now oh the tuscan raider lady oh no uh do you think we'll get the uh dr afro now like now that we're getting black maybe uh chrysanthemum i don't know I it's, want to see a Tuscan Raider face. Do they look like regular people? Or are they like alien? They sound like donkeys. So I feel like they have to have like they have to have some similar right? feature, right? Yeah, they, they have to be different. I don't but like I don't that know. they. I don't know. Sometimes they do. They seem so like primitive and like dumb that I'm like it rubs me the wrong way a little bit. Right, like you it's almost I mean? like yes, no. I know exactly what you're talking about. It seems like it might be disrespectful in some capacity. Yeah, I don't know who, but to somebody. Especially the donkey noises. I'm like, do we need to? Yeah. Is it maybe that's a function of the mask? And they take the mask off and they're fine. You know, they, they don't talk like that. It's like maybe. the it's like the Fremen nose thing. I'm uh, excited to see more of them though. Yeah, me too. Um, well, this will be their last episode, and then no. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, I guess that's it for Boba Fett. Uh, we'll we'll keep going with it throughout the rest of the series, and we'll let you know what we think about each episode. But let's get into the news dylan do you have any do you have any news i got some news for us news news is starting to come back yeah uh kind of 
a little bit. I don't have a lot. Is, uh, somewhat back to work. Um, so things yeah. are things are moving again. I mean, um, if, if things keep getting pushed around, I mean, we're going to see. <laughs> yeah, we're back uh, in 2021, 2020 mode of shuffling things. But, you know, it is yeah. what it is. Um, there's a we've talked about it before the werewolf by night disney plus special yes um it's gonna be i think it's gonna be an hour half an hour to an hour long it's gonna be short they're filming it for only a few weeks um so it's not gonna be long it's gonna be like an episode length i would i would think um uh and i think it's gonna come out in october but it could be wrong that would make the most sense right yes um but they added a cast member uh she's from the nevers that joss whedon show that i tried that wasn't that good on HBO Max. I, I remember the show, but I also never I never watched it. So her name's Laura Donnelly, and um we don't know who she's playing, but she's a one of the main characters of it. They think she might be uh I can't remember the character's name, but it it's Vampire by Night is uh <laughs> Okay. The, you know, the person. Blade? It's like how I don't remember Werewolf by Night's name. Oh wait, isn't it Jack Russell? Yeah, that's it's like like the dog. Yes, that's his name. Like the terrier? <laughs> He's a that's terrier, a, yeah. That's unfortunate. Who I know. Named, who named that? That poor man. You know, I'm sorry dated. to this man. Sorry. Um, anyway, yeah, she's in the yes. show. But she was a, okay. a highlight in uh, that Nevers thing. So I'm sure I'm sure we'll be a fan soon. Um, more MZU news. We got a... I need you to look at this one, Michael. It's visible. Okay. Uh, we see. got a some key art for Thor Love and Thunder. It's a look at Thor. Oh, cl- I'm guessing I have to click the link because the. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's, okay. um, it's a look at Thor's new costume, and it's pretty uh, comic-y. Okay. Power Rangers. Hold on. Uh, the the link isn't loading for me. Uh, oh, I see it. Okay, I'm taking. I'm going to the Twitter page. Yeah. Because it wasn't loading in the article. Oh. It's something. No. That it can't be. That can't be the real screen costume. But I'm looks, starting to look better on screen. Yeah, this is just uh, like a painting. It's not a you know digital painting. It's not actually okay. Um, a photo, but like well, yeah, well, no, all... clearly. But I'm saying that, that looks like someone painted. Oh know. no, I think it's real. I'm pretty sure it is. Okay, uh, it's something though. It's loud. Those Wolverine colors though. If you yeah, even... he looks wow. Look at that. Google. He looks it. a little Wolverine seen... slash Hawkman slash Thor. You know. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All of those things, huh? I don't. I, I don't I know. Mean, I mean, I don't hate it. Whatever. It's just different. You know, no one in Marvel wears their helmet for more than a few seconds. Also, that's true. Um, so what helmet? I don't think we'll have to endure it. Maybe Jane will, but yeah, she. Do you think they're gonna go the mystery aspect with her? No, right? It's too late. Everyone knows. We no way. They can't. They can't keep that a secret. It's funny. Like some some of my. Um, one of all, I say some, one of my employees who is younger was on the show a couple weeks ago. Joe is 19. He wasn't reading Thor at the time. Didn't know the whole mystery element. Thought we all <gasps> always knew it was Jane Foster. I'm like, oh man, that was like a whole thing for like a long time. Like, I love was, that gimmick. It was, then it was Red Hulk too. I, I really like that. I need to do that again. I love it. Um, I think they're doing that. Something like that, at least not until it comes out for the new Iron Fist. So but we'll see. Hmm. Uh, this is gaudy. I'm sure it'll look better on screen, though. I, we trust yeah, of course, TV, right? Of, yeah, of course. Um, okay. There's a new comic coming out called X-Men Red. It is led by Storm. It has a beautiful Russell Donovan uh, cover. And it is, uh, if you read 
um, planet size X Men, which is a one shot. The mutants have like terraformed Mars. That's why it's called X Men Red. And Storm is like the queen of Mars now. Oh, sweet. So it's, uh, it's really out there. But um, is it related to the know. X Men Red from a couple years ago? Not at all. Doesn't look okay. like it. Not that I can see anyway. Um, Storm was also on that team, but I think sure. it's just Mars. I think that's the reason. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I think this looks pretty promising. It's written by Al Ewing, who did Immortal Hulk. Um, so I don't know. It looks good. The X-Men stuff is getting wild right now. It uh, is. With Inferno and Trial of Agneto. Are you, are you enjoying it? Yeah, I kind of fell off, but I've gotten back in because um, I read both of those things. So I think I'll continue reading. I'm definitely going to read this one because I love Storm. Well, of course. Um, what else you got? Some, all right. So this one's a little bit disappointing to me. Um, the movie Turning Red, which is a Disney Pixar film. About um, the pandas, right? Yeah, it's about a, uh, a girl who turns into a panda. Right. Um, I've seen the trailer in theaters a few times, actually. Uh, but it has been removed from uh, the theatrical release window. And now it's just going to be a Disney Plus, like... Um, Soul really? and Luca and Luca. They're doing That's this with all the odd. all the Pixar films, it seems. Why? Which is like That's bizarre, right? I don't know. And there's like a lot of uh Pixar employees who are mad about it too, because they like kind of made the movie thinking it would be in theaters, you know? Of course. So now Pixar seems to be like a division that's like a streaming thing. Um that it's sucks. just like a big change. Yeah. This I was really excited about this. It looks I even like put it on our schedule, like maybe we would watch it, but oh sure. I don't know. Um well that's kind of that's kind of unfortunate. I mean hmm. Do you do you think that this is like a uh is this is this gonna be like the, the norm going forward, do you think? I hope not, because like I'm not one to like be all like doom and gloom about the state of movies, you know, but like Pixar is like a beacon for original content, I feel like a little bit, you know? Yeah. But but still, like original content is still like given the big tentpole like blockbuster release, you know, that kids flock to and like people know it's Pixar, so it's going to be good, that kind of thing. But they're right. all different. So of course, there's like the Toy Story sequels, but you know what I mean. New yeah. ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, so and Luca and Soul and this were I'm sure this are all fantastic, you know. So it's like don't put your best stuff on Disney Plus, you know, like or maybe I wish that's they like, would just do both. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's a really odd thing, especially with Pixar. Like, I feel like this, uh, that's a known moneymaker, right? Um, just a brand that can get people to go to the theaters and spend money on tickets. Yeah, but, well, I guess but, it's... but maybe you know, ticket sales aren't aren't the thing anymore. I mean, unless you're Spider Man. I really like the Encanto release strategy, which was in theaters on uh, Thanksgiving, and then it made it to Disney Plus in a month. So I have like a short window, you know? Okay. But like, I remember seeing, I saw when it came out in theaters and then like, I feel like I didn't hear at all about it, but then it came out on Disney plus and like everyone was talking about it. So it had like a new life, you know? Yeah. Um, and I don't think it hurt it by being in theaters, you know? No. I wish it would just offer both. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I, I, no, I agree. <clears throat> um, okay. Moving on from Disney. That was our Disney, Disney stuff. Uh, the Batman Cave Crusader, which is the HBO Max Batman animated series by Bruce Tim, um, Matt Reeves, and ooh, someone else. It had three big names on it. Anyway, they've added another. 
It okay. is um, a co-writer. He's going to be, it says, uh, Bruce Tim's right-hand man. <laughs> okay. And it is Ed Brubaker, who is a, really? you know, a famous uh, comic writer. Awesome. But, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I like Ed Brubaker a lot, and I'm excited for this show. But it just seems like there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen, you know? It a lot does, of big names. It definitely too. does seem like that. Um, oh, and J.J. Abrams. That's the other guy doing it. Oh, of course. I mean, he's got to be involved in everything. Yeah. Maybe Henry will write an episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Henry Abrams, um, acclaimed comic book writer. Um, uh, yes. Are you going to watch this, Michael? Uh, no. Uh, unless we're doing it for the podcast. I'm, I've never, like, I've watched a handful of the Batman animated films, uh, but I've never really, like, been a, a big fan of them. Um, right. I, I know I saw Mask of the Phantasm um, when it was new, too. Uh, I remember this one's even more adult, though. Does that help at all, or not? Um, sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, that makes me more likely to want to see it. But I remember when we saw the Killing Joke. I know that's different, but that was rough. And I and I like the Killing Joke too. The the book. That's a uh, bad example, though. I understand that, but um, yeah. I mean, if we're going to review it, I'll definitely watch it, obviously. But otherwise, it would probably sit on my queue for a long time. and Until get, eternity. Get to it when I get to it, which is, if I'm honest with myself, never. So unless, unless you know, I get a really high praise wreck from, you know, somebody I trust. We'll see. I'm sure we'll talk about it at least. Yeah, you I'm know? sure. I mean, if, um, it's probably worth talking about on the show for sure. So we'll probably watch it. At one point, whenever it comes out. Um, but I mean, the Harley Quinn show is really good, and that's HBO Max DC, so right, maybe this will be great too. Um, speaking of DC, this one's kind of big. Uh, Warner Media, who is the like one of the bigger divisions, uh, it was like ATT, and then they own Warner Media, and then Warner Media owns DC and uh, CW and stuff, they have been right. controlling uh, stock in it. Um, but they're looking to sell possibly sell the CW, which is like their network channel you know it's like home of batwoman the arrowverse uh riverdale all that kind of stuff yeah um <clears throat> it's interesting i don't know the, it the article indicated that they still want to make content for it because warner media makes content for tons of channels not just things they own like hbo you know right. but they don't want to like own the channel anymore um i don't know they've already moved dc away i feel like a bit from cw to hbo but i i know michael you probably don't watch anything on the cw right? um i no, oh, definitely not currently i don't i am not at all even familiar with what's on it these days um i, I to me it was uh, it wb last time you watched yes yes it was um i mean i'm correct me if i'm wrong but i i'm not the target demographic for cw right it's for teenagers and people who think they're teenagers um i mean i say i mean right sometimes yeah a lot of sometimes. it a lot of it yeah i mean maybe not all of it but you know an adult like is their bread and butter i would say right like a yacht book yeah okay um i you know i like the young adult stuff but cw is like i don't know most of their stuff is not i like good young adult stuff you know what i mean right not not trash i mean you you like trash but not it's hard to explain it's not like 
it it just doesn't appeal to me. I don't know what it is. Really? And I tried lots of shows. Naomi actually came out tonight. Um, and I love that book, the Bendis right. uh, comic. So I'm definitely gonna try that. So I'm not fully out of the CW. I try all their new comic book stuff. So, and that one's made by Ava DuVernay. So I think it looks pretty promising. But I mean, we'll I do like her. So I think we could see since we're a comics podcast, we could see DC just like fully stepping away from CW if that's the case. You know, yeah. Which I'm not sure that would be a bad thing. Um, no, definitely not because. I think that's that's like the I know I know people do like a lot of the TV the DC TV aspects of that, but I think it's also been like very hot and cold, right? Yeah, there's not a lot left. The Superman to Lois, Batwoman, which Batwoman seems to be on its last leg because of all the controversies, you know. Of course, but I don't know. It seems like they phase starting to phase stuff out with Supergirl, Flash, and Arrow ending, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Black Lightning. So, oh yeah. We'll see. I don't know. Um, CW always be around, though. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're not going anywhere. I mean, there's they got to be making money, right? I mean, they keep pumping out shows. I used to be a big fan. I, I used to watch Smallville and uh, Veronica Mars. You know, like they oh, had yeah. some good stuff. Veronica back Mars. In the day. Or maybe I was just younger. I don't know. But <laughs> I think it's both. Did you watch Veronica Mars, Michael? No. Um, I've. I... They're so good. I've heard very good things of people whose opinion I respect. I just, I missed the boat on it. And I feel like there's no reason to go back and watch Veronica Mars now. It still holds up. Does it? I don't know. I'm not going to, don't hold me to that actually. Uh, the the, one, the one show, the one old show I watch is Veronica Mars. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to do it. Okay. Um, I remember it fondly. I'm not going to rewatch it though. Um, okay. Star Wars news. Maybe Ooh. rumor. Star Wars rumor. Um, we were just talking about Amelia Clark about Kira. Um, yes. It's rumored that she might be getting a spinoff, her own show on Disney Plus. Um, okay. This happens a lot with both Marvel and Star Wars, but it's normally correct. Normally, it, it comes to you know, like it actually happens. But um, uh-huh. I think we've talked about this before. She's like one of the characters that's like so underdeveloped that it's she's like ripe for a. Her own little story, yeah, much like Boba Fett, you know, right? So, and there's so much left, like it's even more deserving than Boba Fett, I think, because they set up so much that they didn't deliver on, um, with her working for Darth Maul, you know, right? Like, Uh, there was a whole big, I mean, there's they set up so much, and you hired a big name person, and you have her in a crappy, you know, girlfriend role for most of the movie, yeah, yeah, like. In a forgettable film. Yeah. So I think I think she deserves another crack at it, but like definitely I am a little bit worried about like Amelia Amelia Clark overload. Cause she's in that secret invasion show too on Disney Plus. Oh, so right. like we don't need to oversaturate Disney Plus with Amelia Clark. You know what I mean? There's other True. people, but they can't recast her. But I'd watch it. I don't know. I'm not excited about returning to the solo era if that's what we're gonna do. Or no. maybe they'll make it old her older and she'll be in the boba fett era but yeah i'm not i'm not into that idea but i'm, I'm interested into seeing more about the character for sure and i like her so that's all right yeah i like amelia clark a lot i don't it's really baffling that her career hasn't like i'm i know she has a great career but like after game of thrones nothing's really 
right happened you know yeah it's same with kit harrington it's weird how people do these massive massive like pop culture phenomenons and then they go on to just just be a middle of of the road right just like movies here and there yeah um like you couldn't go anywhere without seeing daenerys on everything yeah or john snow i know he's a i mean i guess they're both in marvel now so yeah that's good (laughs) um let's see i don't like this this headline here okay uh it says scott pilgrim anime series in the works for netflix um um anime is made exclusively in japan yes yeah i'm like why is it animated is is avatar, anime now is avatar an anime okay well that's a debate i know i know because it it's animated you know overseas right. like the animation studio but it's it's written in in the states well then so. at that point the simpsons is an anime it's animated in korea well that's not an anime that would be what's the word i don't know Either way, there's another word way. for but it. The Simpsons the is animated Korean in Korea, version. so you know. I think I think that that's splitting hairs on uh, last. I agree. Year. I feel like anime should be Japanese made, written. You know, sure. Or or let's hit the big topics. Like you know, does it really need to be that? Or is anime like the the vibe and the energy? Like, can anybody make an anime? Like, do you have to be from Mississippi to play the blues? No, you don't. You know. You can you can be from Canada and play ex- just as good of a blues, you know, as someone else. You can release, you can release a uh, uh, a whole album of music that is not from your era or from your area, your demographic area, and uh, still be a credible musician, you know. So I don't know. There's no reason. I don't think that. But that's different. That's like there. a style, not. Yeah, I mean, but isn't anime essentially a style? Like, I don't think so. I think it refers to like the nationality does it i don't know i don't know enough about i don't it know either what i don't think I'm, we know enough to gatekeep anime but no well see i'm trying to open the gates i'm not trying to i know you're anime. trying to open the gate and i'm like like soft gatekeeping it. i'm not sure right i don't know well, I, well, the I have no, episode where we debate it i have no dog in this fight like i i don't i don't care really um but yes the, the scott pilgrim anime is coming to netflix yeah uh so is that, it anime I mean, style? I assume is like is what they're saying is. They didn't even say that. They just called oh. it an anime. So uh, maybe. Well, because um, well, it is a manga style comic. I mean, style. the well, I mean, you know, it's in that format, uh, and Smaller kind of pages. art style. Kind of. Either way, um, which is is Scott Pilgrim a manga? I mean, oh gosh, I would manga say size. No. no, I would not either. I would say no. It's manga size. Digest, digest. Uh, let's ask Brian Lee O'Malley. I'm sure he yes. can tell us. I, um, yeah, yeah, I'm sure he could. It's coming from uh, Ben David Grabinski, who's a showrunner yeah. behind uh, the revival of Are You Afraid of the Dark and Nickelodeon. Okay. None of that meant anything to me. Well, um, the Are You Afraid of the Dark, wasn't that? Oh, no, that was scary stories to tell in the dark. I was trying to think of the movie, the kids horror movie that came out last year that looked okay. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Well, I do like that property. I do like Scott Pilgrim. It's it's. I think weird. it's a good fit for an animated show. I do honestly. too. I do too. Scott Pilgrim is kind of weird though because I feel like it's had a lot of legs for something that is not doesn't have a lot of content. Like it's six volumes of a small exactly. trade, and it's, it's had, not like Avatar in that way. You know? Yeah. It's it's had a video game. It's had multiple board games. Uh all sorts of pop culture stuff it's interesting 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll watch it. I would definitely watch sure. it. Sure. I mean, why not? I want I like that the snot, the snot Girl show though. I mean, I'm into that. Give me that. Snot Girl is like ripe for a live action show. Although I it gave would... up on Snot Girl, Snot Girl after a while though, because it's like okay, just everything. Yeah, I did too. It's like all right. This but is... I told myself when it ended, I would pick it up again, which okay. still hasn't happened. Um, but I don't know. I think that would make a really good live action show. You know, I do too. Um, a twenty four. A twenty four. Oh my god. <laughs> no, it's definitely neon. Are you serious? Oh yeah, that would work for sure. Um, okay, this one I, was I thought kind of funny. Um, it is uh, we're still talking about the Snyderverse. I know Michael. Michael was like, you gotta. He told me you have to have one news article about it each week. Did, uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I did tell you that. I told you. Yeah, it was a mandate. Um, he said otherwise you're off the a show. Michael mandate. Yeah. Um. So I, I I dug through the internet and I found one. Um, it's gotta in be. the form, yeah, in the form of a tweet. Um, <laughs> it's a guy tweets. named from a guy named uh, Greg Silverman. Um, oh. He was he used to be the president of production at Warner Brothers at the time of Zack Snyder. You know, he did yeah. movies like Dark Knight, Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad, and um, he was talking on Twitter about why the Snyderverse isn't very like critically well received uh, because um, they're bad. Okay, I like. <laughs> I want you to respond to this. This is not him, but he... Okay. okay, so Greg is responding to a tweet, and the tweet says, if someone other than Zack Snyder had directed Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman, these movies would have been critically acclaimed. Um, and I, I'm like, okay, cool, maybe, yeah. But I don't I, think that's like I, what they I, meant to say. No, I think what he meant to say is if it was the same exact product with a different name on the front. Yeah, I, I get it. It's not the movies being right. same, but like... Right. Well, no. I, I understand what he means. No. Because the movie is bad, and and look, I, I know I know you like Man of Steel. Um, I like it fine. Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, I don't. Man of Steel doesn't get dumped on, because no. or didn't get dumped on at the time, especially because he wasn't the joke that he is now. Like, that didn't start until BVS. I don't think. Like, that's what it's yeah. like. Oh. I mean, it was always funny, like, you know, Dawn of the Dead was its own thing. And then 300, you know, and then Sucker Punch. And I think it was pretty well respected at the time. It was, yeah, yeah. Sucker Punch was uh, not Sucker Punch. 300 was well respected. Dawn of the Dead was very well respected. Uh, Sucker Punch was a joke. Um, Man of Steel yeah. was not dumped on at all. It was either fine or good to most people i thought it was fine when i first saw it but retroactively i just don't like it anymore um bvs was the hard turning point so a i hard disagree that both of those movies um because that's well, yeah what greg said is um he said zach's kindness and openness and enthusiasm created an environment for critics to undervalue his work oh right because guillermo del toro who is one of the nicest people in Hollywood and is very pleasant and jovial and fun to be around gets dumped on all the time for all of his terrible films. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There's lots of nice directors. I think that uh, get there's plenty praise, but he said, because he's a decent and approachable human being, he didn't fit the mold of an auteur. And then he cursed and uh-huh. then said, it should be the opposite. But like, I don't know if I agree with that. Cause I think lots of directors just taking are like, all the power out of the criticism. <laughs> They're saying that you know that the, the criticism wasn't valid. Like um, right. those movies, 
he has more bad movies than good movies. I think he seems like a nice dude. I've never. I, I uh, agree. All the interviews. I've never he seems, like criticized his movie based on how he seems to hang out with. You know? Like his interviews are fine. He seems He's, really like personable. Yeah. Yeah, I think we could hang out and be fine, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, he's a, he's a bit of a bro, but I mean, like he's a kind of a film bro, but like, you know, I mean, like, so are we, but in a different way, but he know? doesn't come across to me as someone who would be like a tyrant on set or something like that. You no know? way. No, no way. one's had no like actor. Or anything has had anything bad to say about him. It's, he seems it's not like a James Cameron situation. Yeah. He seems very pleasant. Um, yeah. So that never, I, I don't, I have, that didn't cross our minds. I don't think that crosses. Never. I've, I, no, no way. That's bogus, completely bogus. I, I, I don't think I've ever said anything negative about Zack Snyder as a person. Like, no, what we, would you say? Even? Well, I mean, There's nothing to say other than him being a little pretentious, but like, yeah, 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 yeah. He, that's well, his he word. is. Yeah. I mean, he is. But I mean, I mean, I would be too, probably, if I made a bunch of movies and got a little bunch of studios to give me a ton of money to make the same movie twice. Like, but everyone who works with him, it seems like all the actors are like, fiercely loyal to him you know right he must be a good leader or like very friendly yeah or like you know very successful in that way i think so well it's also hard to tell you're making a bad movie when you're making a bad movie you know like, true yeah you know you're making a terrible film but these people like him and want to continue to work with him despite the movies being bad so true i don't know that's a good boss to me <laughs> I, I don't i don't think he needs to have his career ended or anything i'm not saying that at all i think he has a future and i think he can have a good future i just think it's not doing superhero movies or not doing just not trying to do the same crap because it's not working did you ever end up watching that zombie movie uh no uh what's it called i already forgot army of the dead what a, yeah you didn't watch it no wow you, you're you not know, giving zaddy a real chance you know what i think he could have done well actually is the witcher I think that would have been good for him. I think it's a good property that like that the aesthetic of the Netflix show definitely looks like they're trying to do Zack Snyder, uh, but like not doing it well because he has a very good visual eye. I mean, yeah, he's super influential on film. Yeah, he needs that way. He needs help, though. Like he needs guidance and people to rein him in. It's like um, I've used this example before a long time ago when we were reviewing him more seriously. There's a guitar player named Buckethead. Okay. Buckethead is a very virtuoso style guitar player, very technically proficient, very excellent, very, very good. Um, but he really he releases like five or six albums a year. Um, that's a lot. Um, wow. And that's and sometimes more when he tours a lot. And he'll he'll have multiple albums a year that you can only buy out on tour. Like, so Buckethead is not very listenable on the on a large scale you know like he is best when he is in a band or with someone else or you know he is not the the director of the program he's better when he is playing guitar on someone else's vision and i think that is zach snyder's best uh you know track forward is to work in some sort of other medium than just being the giant showrunner helmsman type i think that's maybe not his strong suit um i would love to see him paired up with a writer that i like yes you know i i, I think mean, that would solve a lot of the problems but i do i do too anyway that's all i got okay um i'll get that we said nice stuff about zach snyder look at that it's it's a it's a new year new me um exactly i have only one bit of game news um to carry over from 
um, Ron, who used to do all the video gaming news uh, this week. Um, well, last week, um, Xbox Game Pass got a big update, and one of uh, so they've been having like really good stuff on Game Pass. Um, but That's the mass, but the Mass Effect leg, uh, uh, the Mass Effect collection, the new remastered one, is on there. They just put Ooh. it up last week. You can play all three Mass Effects, which are I legit want to play that. Fantastic. Um, That's and cool. pay no mind to the hate that the third one gets. It is good. The last hour is rough, uh, but like, stop. It's good. There's some controversies with it, right? With the with, with the third one. There was a lawsuit, yeah, because um, I mean, it didn't go anywhere, but there was a lawsuit about because the it, it was just, it's a stupid gamer thing. It's an entire it's an entitlement thing. Um, people were mad because the ending was basically the same no matter what happened, no matter what you did throughout the game, and like it was that people were saying that you know they uh, you know we were told that we would have freedom of choice and our endings would you know the game would reflect that whatever and ultimately the same thing happens for everybody and it's like you know relax it's a video game this is also someone's creation and art you know you you did have a long lot of input characters lived and died based on what you did um and the ending does mm-hmm. kind of come out of nowhere it does the ending is not the journey of, yeah it is not to sound like a cliche but um, yeah. and, and the end and the ending is kind of whack just in general. Like it is kind of goofy. Like what? That's this is it. Okay. So I'm pretty ill informed with Mass Effect, but like I have heard. I don't know if this is like legit, but you you can either be a male or a female character, right? Yes. So I know they have restrictions on based on who you choose, who you can enter a romance with. In the first and in the first and that, game, yes. people get mad about that. Um, well, so yeah, so in the first game, um, based on who you are playing, it determines who you can romance. Uh, because that's a big part of Bioware games and became Mass Effect and Dragon Age were the games that really propelled that forward as like romancing NPCs. And with their subsequent sequels, they got more open to, you know, options of uh, gender and uh, sexuality uh, for, because in the first one, they're, Mm, the only homosexual relationship you could have would be uh, with the female uh, player and the alien lady. Okay. Because the alien lady, could, you could get with either one because that's who the game wanted you to get with was the alien lady. Um, oh, okay. And, and your heterosexual options were also pretty limited. Um, and then in the but second one... Are you, when you're choosing male or female, it's the same character? It's, no. Yeah, you well, you, know, uh, you have the same last name. So when you're pay, when you're playing Mass Effect, you pick you're you're all named Commander Shepard. You pick your own first right. name. It doesn't matter. Characters never say it. And then you pick like a few archetypes of like what Shepard are you? Are you the Shepard who was the sole survivor of this one serious attack? Are you the Shepard who was this 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 this? Or are you the Shepard who this happened to you? And so your so, gender doesn't inform the story. Your gender does not inform the story. Um, it does. I mean, it informs in the first game who you can romance in the second game. They lift some of the restrictions in the third game. It's like, all right, whatever, do whatever you want. I remember Um, people were hoping they would fix some of that retroactively with these. No, that would, that would, that would require like new dialogue and animations. And that's not what the, that's not what remasters are. Remasters aren't going to fix stuff like that. 
because it's all fully voiced you know it's not like um they'd have to bring the actors back and record new dialogue and oh so the dialogue has like gender included with uh-huh. it? i i mean i i assume so i don't remember specifically but i'm sure it does um because because but couldn't you just not change anything wouldn't it just be the if there's a dialogue for them talking to a man or a dialogue for them talking to a woman i guess you would could. you not have to change it I don't know. I mean, I guess you could. It depends on how it's written. I don't really know. But yeah, you you definitely could. I'm not I'm not defending that at all. If that was an option, I, I didn't I didn't know that was a thing people were trying to get to happen. Um, but I think something like that is something you're never gonna get out of a remaster. Um makes sense. Because that's a big that's a, that that didn't costs, they change that costs how one money. character looks like drastically though? Did they? The, yeah, the um the computer lady. The computer Cortana. lady. <laughs> the computer lady? Cortana? Uh, Cortana, that's Halo. What does she look like? Hold on. Uh, uh, what? What do you? T- this is the most interesting part of the show that where Dylan furiously Dylan tries Googles, to figure out Mass Effect. Dylan tries to Mass Effect characters. I mean, I can name the characters, but you don't know who they are. Um, Liara, uh, Ashley, uh, Miranda, Jack. It's the blue. She's like blue and blue. Yeah, Liara, the main, the main lady, the alien lady that they're trying to force you to romance. Can we just like shelve this and get back to it at some yeah. point? Yeah, sure, no problem. Um, I saw so, a TikTok about it. Uh, oh, this is okay. This is uh, now the now the truth comes when out. When I said I was ill-informed, I meant it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, we have a couple bit of uh, anyway. Go play Mass Effect. Is my point. Um, I want it, to. It's an interesting way that the the download works too. So you download it, and then you launch it, and then it downloaded very quickly, which I was very surprised about. Because once you launch it, then you download the individual games from within the the bigger game. So it's kind of laid out interestingly. Huh. Um, so we have three bits of wrestling news this week. Um, two pieces of New Japan news. Um, a top New Japan star is returning to Impact Wrestling. Jay White, the Switchblade, uh, the New Zealand uh, act, uh, actor, uh, wrestler, uh, uh, member of the Bullet Club, is going to be showing up uh has been reported to be at all the impact wrestling tapings um this past week so that's very exciting because we do love the switchblade in this house uh he is really really good and need more eyes on switchblade and other new japan news um they are returning to north american television on a channel that you don't have probably um access axs um they were on access from 2015 to 2019 what's that uh, exactly it's a music channel it's like a, they they do like a, a lot of concert stuff um and honestly that was the best place that's better than where they are now which is they have their streaming service which sucks it's there's wrestling streaming services in the west or just streaming services i'm sorry in the east are completely different over the, over over there than they are over here they're more casting focused and less uh app focused dedicated app focused so okay. the new japan streaming service is great in content wise they have everything new japan's ever done it's okay. fantastic amazing but the ui is bad or what uh, the ui is fine but there's no app on your tv you know what i'm saying oh, it's like, that's lame yeah I have, you have to and and so even in the android store you go you download new japan world you click it or you tap it and it launches chrome it just it's just a link to the mobile oh, site. No. i'm like man this ain't it so it, the, the barrier for entry for North American audiences is very hard with their streaming service. Um, it's gotten a lot better. They've, they is, it used to not even be in English up until two years ago. Um, but anyway, so they're going to be coming back to access, which is very exciting. Um, 
And that is how I was able to watch New Japan uh, in 2015. Is it live? Um, no, it's it's the next day. Because, I mean, cool. Wrestle Kingdom, like, their shows are usually on at, like, about 1 in the morning here. Um, okay. They, they usually play them the, the next day. Makes um, sense. So you'd have to avoid spoilers. But um, but anyway, so that that's really cool. Um, as a, There's a wrestling streaming service I've talked about before out of Japan called Wrestle Universe. That's really good. It's $7.99, and it has uh, four big Japanese promotions. The two big ones are DDT and Tokyo Joshi Pro. Um, but they also don't have an app, but they are brand new and they have made it, made a dedicated goal to get an app for Western audiences. Cause they know that's what they, what we want. Uh, so right. hopefully wrestling universe can come through and then new Japan can follow suit. Um, other tiny bit of wrestling news is there's a bit of an interesting stuff going on with WWE. Um, there's a big rumor going on that the forbidden door is going to be opened at the Royal rumble. What's that? Um, so the forbidden door is a term coined by Chris Jericho, uh, who is an AEW wrestler now, used to be a WWE guy, um, when he talked about... So AEW and New Japan have a very complicated history. Um, okay. the, 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 the people who started AEW, the wrestlers who started AEW, left New Japan. They're American slash Canadians who left New Japan to make AEW. So there was a big, like, there's some bad blood behind the scenes. Okay. And so... And a lot of independent promotions breed everybody that isn't WWE works together and shares talent throughout the world. Usually it'll happen. Like you'll get people who work for impact, go and show up over here or AEW will go show up at GCW or whatever. That's, that's like when we went to go see G- GCW, we saw an AEW guy there, you know, you know, that just happens. Some, you can make some like comic publisher parallels. I feel like, you know, exactly. Like, totally. Like when the big guys went and made image a little bit. Right. Definitely. Definitely. And so like, okay. I'm sure the big, I'm sure Marvel and DC were really sore at, you know, all those image people like, Oh man, right. these guys, um, yeah. then they got over it eventually. But so last year that was a loud noise. I dropped my uh, phone. <laughs> um, last year or 2020 during COVID Chris Jericho was talking about or right before COVID Chris Jericho was talking about opening the forbidden door. This is back when he was the champion. He was talking about, I'm going to open the Forbidden Door, and I'm going to challenge Hiroshi Tanahashi from New Japan, blah, 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 blah. So it's from a famous promo. So the, ter- the term Forbidden Door historically has applied to AEW and New Japan. However, it has come to mean wrestling taboos, like uh, promote people that you're not supposed to work with. Um, so apparently, WWE is considering a, quote, Forbidden Door entrant for the Men's Royal Rumble. Um, so they do two rumbles. Dylan, you know what the Royal Rumble is? No, I've heard of it. It's the, it's the thing where there's 30 people. They all they all come in every th- every 90 seconds to the match, and then if you get thrown over the top, you're out, and then the winner gets a title match. Okay, it's the most exciting. Uh, it, honestly, it I don't care about WWE, but it is the most exciting of their matches of their shows a year because it's it's a lot of fun, and they always pull out old people that you know. Oh man, I haven't seen The Rock in forever. It would never be The Rock, but you know. Something like that. But anyway, what would make so, someone can be considered taboo or forbidden? Well, so that's what people are talking about. So WWE is very insular. They only work with themselves. They don't, unless they own them, unless they own some, some, some other company, like they own defy wrestling in the UK. Uh, they own some other company. So, but they would, they've never worked with a North American company publicly, you know? So okay. people are speculating on who it may or may not be. Uh, so that, that's just something to keep your eye on all the lists that I'm seeing are people speculating that it's AEW people. I think you need to, that's not going to happen. 
Um, so to continue the analogy, this would be like Spawn showing up in Justice League or something. Yes, it would be. It would be like yes, it would be like Spawn showing up in yeah Avengers, like you know, or okay. Justice League. It's like uh no. Okay, well it, that's kind of cool. That's yeah, exciting. I think I think more likely than that you're going to get somebody from Impact because Impact is a not a big player in the fight. Impact is you've Dylan's never even heard of Impact. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a, that's a wrestling company that nobody knows. Unless you watch wrestling, um, so it I makes think, sense that they would do it with someone who's not like huge competition, right? Exactly, because it's like it's, it wouldn't be like getting spawned. It'd be like having I don't know a bloodshot show up and yeah, a bloodshot or faith or you know somebody like that show up in Justice League. So that is exciting. Could happen at the end of the month. I'm still not going to do it. I'm still not going to order the pay per view because I don't support uh, WWE. However, some people are suspecting it's going to be Chris Jericho, which I think is just crazy. Uh, Where's he from? AEW. It is not going okay. to be an AEW person. If it is, I will. I don't know. You I'll heard be, it here first. If yeah, if I'm going to say my pick is that it's Moose from Impact. I think it's Moose from Impact. That's it. Uh, you've heard it here first. Um, moving on to streaming news, um, Blockbuster Video is making a comeback. Dylan, did you hear this? Mm-mm. Um. No, according, according, yeah, they, yes, they are, Dylan. Okay. Um, according to MovieWeb, a financing group has formed and purchased the intellectual property rights to Blockbuster <clears throat> in order to reform and rebrand the company into the modern area of video watching. It's going to be a streaming service. Um, so yet another streaming service named Blockbuster. Blockbuster as a brand can't catch a break. They died a terrible death, and then they just keep getting resurrected or reminding you that they're dead. Like there's a documentary. Uh, which is very good about that last blockbuster and people right. you know, make videos about remembering how great blockbuster was. They just can't leave blockbuster dead. You know, they, they had, they had blockbuster online previously, which was a, a Netflix competitor when Netflix was mail order. If you remember that, um, I don't know if you ever had, did you ever have Netflix mail order? I did. Yeah, I did too. I loved it. I also had Blockbuster online, which I thought was actually a better service. I don't know they did. Um, they did. It was it was better. They also did video games, um, which was amazing. Um, Netflix did too, right? Um, no, Netflix didn't do video games. Uh, okay. GameFly, GameFly did. Maybe GameFly I did was have the... the Blockbuster one. Whatever I had did video games. Interesting. Hmm. Um, GameFly was the biggest game one, but Blockbuster wasn't around. And they did and they did video games. Um, I could be wrong, cool. but I'm pretty sure that Blockbuster did not. I remember uh, accidentally I mean, keeping Netflix. a bunch of them. I mean, sounds right. <laughs> but anyway, so I don't. We don't have a start date on this uh, or anything about that. But it is going to happen. Blockbuster is coming back as a streaming service. D- Dylan, do you think can can is there room for innovation in the streaming service space, or is that it? Like, are we done? Have we done? No, that? it's saturated. It's been done. Everything's been done. Quibi, uh, Amazon. Qu- Quibi was innovative. It sucked. It didn't go anywhere. But like. It was a good. That's what I'm saying. Everything. I feel like everything has been tried. There's like the freemium. There's the the shorts. There's the the you know curated like boutique boutique ones. There's the the junk. There's the Netflix where it's just everything all the time. You know everything everywhere all at once. I think the only Um, well, um, I think I think the only room for innovation we wouldn't get it from Blockbuster would be sort of like a like a Ticketmaster. Like a like if Ticketmaster did it, and it would be or Live Nation, and it would be live events. 
like sort of like pay-per-view used to be through your cable or your direct or your satellite or whatever. And you could get like, you know, live shows and events from around the world every day, you know, based you, you pay whatever the monthly fee is and you can watch the My Chemical Romance reunion tour or, you know, whatever. I think that is the only room that we have for innovation. That's just my off the cuff speculation. Um, that'd be like an interesting, that'd be, there might already be some version of that for like con- little concerts the, or something. Okay. But. Well, there was, there was, there was a thing called Quello, which I did have, which was um, exclusively music based streaming service. And it, it wasn't like live concerts, but, it, or like, watch him live but it was like all concert videos and concert movies and fully recorded concerts but stuff from you know history but i think you could do something with live shows i don't know but also pay-per-view solves that niche anyway i don't know i I do them like built into some like on paramount they show yeah the golden globes and the vmas and stuff like that so i I wonder i don't know i let us know if you can think of any way to innovate in streaming i think it's I mean, to, they've already tried the niche things like the DC universe and, right. you know. I mean, I, do you subscribe to any niche ones, Dylan? I subscribe to Arrow. Um, I think you cut out because I think you're frozen right now. So we're going to see what happens. It might just be me for the rest of the show. Um, Dylan's fully, fully frozen right now. Um, so anyway, um, I subscribe to arrow video which i like quite a bit um as a nice streaming service as boutique has a very low um what do you call it barrier for entry it's like about five five bucks a month it's very very good i like it quite a bit um but i think we might have dylan back i'm not sure can you hear me yes hey he's back okay i don't know what happened that's i can hear you okay you can hear me the whole time yeah um, but yeah, so do you have any niche streaming services before we get to my trailers? Does Funimation count? I have Funimation. Yeah, that's niche. I have Crunchyroll right now because uh, there was a 75-day free trial with Xbox Live. But that's I feel like that's so expensive, you know? Crunchyroll? Yeah, that's like... It's pretty niche. I mean, a whole, there's, a, there's a ton of stuff in it, like, but it's like a very specified fandom. For America. You okay, know? is is Russell Universe? Is that a is that a niche streaming service? It is four different wrestling would, promotions. It's pretty niche, I would think right? So, so yeah. then I have uh-huh. two. I have two. But anyway, let's get into my movie news. Um, I have one little bit of a tease. I'm gonna send Dylan a poster to our uh, Discord here. Um, one of my favorite indie horror directors, T West, has announced a film. Um, he's gonna be with A24. Uh, the movie's called X. There's a poster out today as of this recording, and there's going to be a trailer tomorrow. Um, and I love T West. Um, all three of his movies are fantastic. Um, House of the Devil, The Innkeepers, and The Sacrament. Dylan, have you seen any of those three? No, I don't think so. Shameful. Shameful. I don't think so. Um, House of the Devil is very good. I think you'd like The Innkeepers the best. Um, he also did some stuff on VHS, I think um and he he's done some episodes of the scream show unfortunately um but so anyway this one is uh all all that we know about the movie that is quote reportedly about quote the making of an adult film so the poster that we see is a pair of uh legs as the primary focus making an x in front of a, a a house in what looks like to be the 70s or 80s 
starring Mia Goth, Brittany Snow, Brittany Snow, Scott Muscuti, and Jenna Ortega. I don't know who these people are, but I'm very excited. I you know Mia Goth and Brittany Snow. Well, oh yeah, yeah. No, I know them. I you don't know the, no, I do. Um, are you are you familiar with any of those three movies at all? Have you heard of them? I've heard of them. Um, and I just looked I looked them up and they looked familiar, but um, House of the Devil is very good. It House of the Devil is very weird because it's his first film. And if you don't, I don't know where it's streaming. I didn't look, um, but it it has the gimmick of wanting to feel like a 70s film and so wholly achieves that goal. It looks so authentically 70s. It's so awesome. It feels like a brand new 1970s film that okay. got released in the mid 2000s. I don't know when it came out, 2010 maybe. Um, and the innkeepers is a great ghost story. Uh, very, very good. Love the innkeepers. And then the sacrament is essentially Jim Jones, Jonestown massacre, um, inspired story. Um, so very excited to have a new feature for him, um, especially in theaters. Cause I think, um, half of this, most of those movies didn't hit theaters. I don't think, or very, very limited. So if it's a 24, probably going to get that in theaters. Yeah. All right. So then we got four trailers this week. Um, start with the Kino. Um, Apple TV, uh-huh. we got the official trailer for The Tragedy of Macbeth with Denzel Washington and Francis McDormand, the Joel Cohen adaptation. Dylan, what did you think about this? Um, it looks pretty. It does. It doesn't look like something I'd enjoy, though, to be honest. I, um, you think so? I like A24 and Denzel Washington, but... And Francis uh, McDormand, come on. She's great. Yeah, yeah, she's amazing, but no. You're going you're gonna to skip it? I'm going to watch it, but it's not... I don't know. It, it doesn't it, look like a good time. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I want. I, re- I really. It does look very faithful. I really want to see it though. Go look at this trailer if you haven't seen it. It's very interesting. Um, you're either gonna know. You you should know right away whether you're gonna want to see it or not. Um, then we have um, a trailer for um, interesting an adaptation of a podcast that I really like called Archive Eighty One. This is coming out on Netflix. Um, and it is from some people that I don't have uh, in front of me here. But anyway, so it's coming on Netflix and it's about um, a guy who has to go and reconstruct some audio tapes. Uh, and I'm sorry, some videotapes on the podcast. It's audio tapes. Um, okay. But um, it's very Lovecraftian. The podcast is anyway. And I liked it quite a bit. Uh, I like the trail. I like the, I love the podcast. Love the podcast. Have you ever listened to it? Don't- I haven't. No, but okay. the trailer looked really good to me. Yeah, it did. Uh, I could just Googled it. Variety apparently doesn't like it, but uh, oh, okay. <clears throat> well, whatever. But um, I think this looks really good. It's coming to Netflix um, later this month. So that is super... James Wan. Oh, is it really? I somehow missed yeah. that. Is he? Like, they didn't direct... put it in the trailer for some reason. But no, how is that possible? Um, yeah, but it looks. I don't know. It looked. I think having, it looks good. Not having not listened to it, the I like the like the aesthetic and the story. So. What more could you want from a trailer? You know. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think it's worth a, worth a checking out the trailer for sure. But um, we have another Netflix trailer uh, for a Korean zombie film called All of Us Are Dead. Um, I actually thought this looked really cool. Me too. I, I'm kind yeah. of not. I'm kind of not into the zombie thing anymore. I'm kind of over it. I I lived through the zombie craze, and I live to tell about it. You know, like I've I've seen I've seen way too many zombie movies and. I, I was a fan of independent horror when everything that was coming out was a, was a stupid zombie movie. Um, but this looks awesome. It's about students uh, in a school 
uh, in like a high school and zo- there's zombies. And then they call the pol- in the trailer. They call the police and the police are like, ah, stupid kids prank call. And then the, they keep getting prank calls and like, hey, wait, maybe we should go check on the kids. Uh, but it seems like the, the kids are looking for help and there's no one coming. So the kids got to go uh, fend for themselves. And it is very violent or looking to be very violent. I think um, it looks really good. I think it looks a lot different. I got over the zombie thing too, mainly from Walking Dead. Yeah, oh um, yeah, for sure. But like this looks like the typical like breakneck speed, like Train to Busan or Peninsula, the sequel to it. Did you watch that? I didn't see Peninsula, but I love Peninsula. It wasn't as good, but it, it but it was fun. This looks like that. And I'm like, this looks even better. It looks like and it's very also cinematic. So know? it's based on um Judong Goon's uh webcomic from 2009 there's available cool. for, free, for free on webtoon which i don't never i don't know anything about it um so i think I, it looks great i do too um it's coming next month i don't know i don't have a date right here um but i think it's next month korean so, content on netflix is killing it like from from squid game i feel yes, like for really, sure like set that off now people are actually giving it a chance so this is a chance to be like a real hit i think i, I think so too um then I've got a weird one from IFC Midnight. I got a trailer <laughs> yep. for a movie called A Banquet. Um, <laughs> this it's part psycho, uh, part psychodrama, part possession horror. Um, it's a directorial debut, and the official synopsis is the following: Widowed mother Holly is radically tested when her teenage daughter Betsy experiences a profound enlightenment and insists that her body is no longer her own, but is in service of a higher power. Bound to her newfound faith, Betsy refuses to eat, but loses no weight. In an agonizing dilemma, torn between love and fear, Holly is forced to confront the boundaries of her own beliefs. I think this looks like it could be really good or really bad, but I, I think I'm going to enjoy it either way. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm into the trailer. I thought the trailer it, it looked, it looked very watchable to me. What did you think? Yeah, about it? it looked, it looked very polished with like, um like a very clear aesthetic which i appreciate you know yeah um it has a bunch of people i've never heard of in it yeah no but uh i don't know it looked like not like a first time director movie you know i know we've, um, we've been getting a lot of that lately a lot of people who've never watched a movie or never made a movie before making stuff that looks really good but like i'm not sure about the story uh, I'll, i'm gonna Me wait either. The story's what people kinda, say the story's kind of weird right like it's like it's very odd it looks like and it's going to be gross too, which I'm like. It does. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. This is definitely um, a wait and see for me. Yeah, wait and see. But I'm I'm cautiously optimistic because I do like. Uh, I don't know. I do like weird horror movie plots. I like it seems original at the very least. It does, and, I do, yeah. and I do like possession films and possession. That's your favorite, like, right? It's like my genre. There was there was another possession film with a trailer that came out this week that I didn't, I didn't put on here. Cause it was just going to be bad. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to make you watch it. It has scout scout Taylor Compton in it. And it's got, it's nobody. She was in the Halloween okay. remake. Um, hmm. um, and then the other, the final trailer from the week is the tech thriller from Steven Soderbergh starring Zoe Kravitz, Zoe Kravitz uh, called Kimmy K I M I, um, which is a, uh, I think Kimmy, I can't say the word, but it's the Amazon Echo service, you know, um, and uh, it's about a, do we have a, uh, I don't know if I have a, a 
synopsis here to read, but it's about a like a sort of a Alexa. Yeah. Well, no, no. I meant like a like a shut in who um yeah or she's like a agoraphobic that's the word she's agoraphobic doesn't doesn't want to go outside she's a tech person uh and then but her her kimmy device picks up uh what she thinks to be a murder so kind of like a rear window situation i think kind of like um rear window meets woman in the window i don't know woman in the window it was the one where she's agoraphobic and she, she sees a murder across the street oh right this one she's agoraphobic and sees a and hears a murder right through her Alexa. Right. Well, woman in the window is, I mean, a rear window, right? Because that's yeah. They're, they're, they're all. It's all. I mean, it's all the Hitchcock movie, right? That's why I'm excited for that. Woman in the window across from the girl in the oh street. yes that's that parody coming out yeah, but, but this looks a little derivative to me. It does. It does. But I think I'm gonna like it. I I it it looks like. I went through so many like waves with this trailer. Same because they showed too much. They showed way too much. Um, and also don't watch the Scream Five final trailer. They do show a lot. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I asked Michael, I was like, can, can I not watch that for the pod? Because I'm very like I, I pick up like on like, oh, is this character I haven't seen in that setting yet while I'm watching the movie. Like they were like, oh, they were in the they're in the red forest. house. Right. Yeah. So they're not going to die here, you know? Like, I, right. I remember that for some reason. So I asked if we couldn't, but so you can corroborate it does. Uh, I think I think I would say don't watch it. Okay. They definitely have, like, distinctive <clears throat> things to remember. Things like you're talking about, like. Dang. And, okay. and I normally don't pick up on stuff like that. Like, I'm, or I'm actively trying not to, but, like, I definitely saw, like, oh, yeah, this person at the at a scene. I'm going to do that. Nothing. It comes out in two days. Why are you putting out a trailer? You know? Yeah. It's like anyway, um, Kimmy. Yeah. So, but Kimmy, I mean, okay. So I went through so much, uh, so many waves with this trailer of like, thinking it looked really stupid um, with, with the technology phobia of like, does the hyper focusing on the, Hey, Kimmy. And then the, the robot voice going, I'm here, you know, yeah. over and over and over again. I'm like, okay, but I creepy. get it. Technology is scary. Um, yeah. I'm here. Yeah, but then and but then I sort of started to like it, like, oh, this is kind of interesting. I like the story. And then uh thinking like Dylan said, it might they might be showing a little too much and it might be kind of bad. Um, but I'm probably gonna watch this. I think it looks interesting. Same. I do like tech thrillers. Um, and Steven Soderbergh has done um some good movies. Oh, he's done a lot a lot of good the movies. Right? movies. Like what else is he doing? I don't even remember. Um, well, I remember the Ocean movies. I don't remember what else he did. But oh, he's done a lot of movies. Holy crap! Yeah, he does. Um, a ton. He does yeah, like one a year. Okay, yeah, he, yeah, he does a lot of movies. I, okay, well, whatever. He's 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 done good ones. Uh, Magic Mike, of course. How could I forget? Um. Anyway, so I don't know. Kimmy it comes looks, out. It looks good. I, I mean, I said derivative, but like not in a bad way. It it's going to be on HBO Max, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's HBO Max. So I think it's worth a watch. February 10th on HBO Max, worth checking out. It's like um, a long black mirror. I know that's been done before, but like I think that's the most current comparison you could make. Long black mirror episode. Yeah, that seems about right. Seems about right. But um that's gonna do it for us this week. Dylan, do you want to do any predictions on screen? Oh, can we predict who the killer is? Yes. Yes, we can. On um, oh, are you are you pulling up your BuzzFeed article? 
Or... No, I was just gonna pull up the poster. Okay. Oh, is the killer on the poster? Yeah, the one that okay. like the killer is on that. Yeah, well, the killer I... is on this poster. Uh, we'll see. I'm I forgot make a, that based on a face, a wild prediction. Okay. Well, I, so my initial pick because until I forgot that 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 gimmick was part of it, uh, I was gonna say Sydney's dad from the first one. Like somehow he wasn't dead or something. I don't know. No, Cotton Weary. Cotton Weary. Is he still alive? I don't remember. Anyway. I think it's the one that's from the. Okay, here's mine. Okay. Is is the it cop an old cast? from screen? Yes, from Scream Four. Does that count as old cast? Uh, no. Well, she's from uh, Scream Four. She I was mean, the deputy, it... and now she's the whatever uh, police officer. She's the blonde cop lady. Oh, the, the 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 small the smallest person on the photo. Yes, I think it's her or it's David Arquette. <laughs> I think Dewey. I, I think it could very well be David Arquette. That'd be so crazy. Like, what? I can't think of a good reason for that. I mean, you know what? I'm going to say it's Courtney Cox. Really? No, that's wild. I don't believe that. If it's Courtney Cox, it's... I mean, if there's a good reason, whatever. Okay. Like, if they can sell it to me, I'll buy it. But but she's not like a formidable fighter in the, in these movies so far. You know? No, but neither is Dewey. Like... But guess, they're, they're yeah. really, they really want me to think it's Dewey, though. I feel like that's yeah. like the marketing is to tell me it's Dewey. And I think the and real can't be, be probably one of these new kids that we don't know. Yeah, but it can't, it can't be Sydney, right? No. What if, what I don't if think it was? So. Okay. All right. Here it is. Wild prediction. I'm going with it. Have you ever seen High Tension, the French film? I'm sure you haven't. No. Okay. Um, I'm spoiling High Tension. It's 20 years old. I'm sorry. It has a huge spoiler ending. The plot of High Tension is that it's a, it's a, it's a lesbian couple being chased by a murderer. Okay. Um, and they're stuck in a house. It's very violent. The head's getting cut off. It's very gross. Um, however, it's very good. Very well received. Um, however, the big twist at the end of the movie is that there is no guy with a machete. It's just the main lady and she's crazy. What if... It's Sydney. And any what, of the trailers. Her be? I don't know. She's gone through enough trauma. And I don't know. If it's that, that's really derivative. That's going to be my pick. I'm going to say the killer is Sydney Prescott. That's a wild prediction. It is. I, you know what? Because I really don't know. I don't know either. I have no idea. Do you have, come on, lock it in. You got to lock it in. The, 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 police officer the, the, police, lady. the police officer lady whose name you don't know. Yeah. Excellent. Uh-huh. Okay, well, I'll I'll lock it in on the Discord. But, um, okay, if I, you know what, I'm gonna change it. I'll I don't I'll, I'll go not wild. I'm gonna say whoever Jack Jack Quaid is playing, Dennis Quaid's son, that guy in front, uh, okay. crossing his arms. Jack Quaid. I don't know his character's <laughs> name, but he's got a killer face with it. Yeah, I mean he 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 could. I don't know. I'm not basing what, this on or anything. What, what if it's a swerve and the killer is just Ghostface and like this. Yeah, we told you he's right there. See, Ghostface. That would be such a <laughs> cop out. I know. It's the house. <laughs> it's the, yeah, right. Uh, anyway, all right. Well, I think that's enough speculation. If you want to come see Scream with us, come see it this Thursday. Regal Marquee. Uh, 730. 730. Row G. Come yeah. see it with your boys. But anyway, thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Yeah, thanks, everyone. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. Bye.